back from my trip to New York. It was a great trip. Spent a lot of time in the Bloomberg office, did a lot of writing, uh, got to see a lot of people. New York is an incredibly expensive place. It's super expensive. So there was a bodega near my hotel. Uh, I have to, I don't, I have to drink water at night, but I like Gatorade. So I used to go in there and buy a Gatorade. $4 for a Gatorade plus tax. So two Gatorades, $8.70 every night. I mean, that's a lot. I had a couple of expensive dinners, not too many. I had one that was 300 bucks and one that was 225 bucks. Aside from that, I didn't spend a lot of money and I was trying not to spend a lot of money. You know what's a good way to spend a lot of money? Drinking. Alcohol is expensive. I mean, in New York, it's pretty much like 20 bucks for a drink. I mean, you can go out and spend a couple hundred bucks without breaking a sweat, you know? So I don't drink, so my trips to New York are a lot cheaper. And as I mentioned before, I was getting free food from Bloomberg, so all I had to get was dinner, and half the time, people bought me dinner. The hotel for two weeks was 3000 bucks. Not bad in the grand scheme of things. And the flight was 350 bucks. So two weeks in New York for 4000 bucks. That is not bad. I would characterize that as a positive achievement. I am the last person to talk to about the small things because the occasional froofy drink from Starbucks is not going to kill you. But in an extreme case, if you go around dropping cash all over the place on impulse purchases, it is going to add up after a while. If you want to buy a juice in New York, it's 10 bucks. You know, so that's you're going to spend a lot of money if you do that. And every dinner doesn't have to be the best dinner. You can eat at Shake Shack once in a while. And if you're thirsty, you don't have to buy a drink every time you're thirsty. You can be thirsty for a little while. I spent 120 bucks on Gatorade while I was there, which is a lot. And inflation has really taken hold. So, I mean, juice, 10, 11 bucks. You go to Joe and the Juice and they want 11 bucks for a juice and then they expect you to tip. It's insane. I mean, if you're carrying this juice and you accidentally slosh some on the floor, that's a dollar worth of juice that went to waste. It's nuts. Now, a chart I saw recently was about Disney World, and apparently Disney World tickets have far outpaced inflation since Disney World opened, and they're over $100 a day right now, and people are paying it. They are absolutely paying it. And that is the key point. People are paying this stuff. Because they have the cash. Personally, I'm building a house. I'm trying to spend as little money as possible these days. And it is interesting to see the expenses go down. So as a general rule, I am spending about $2,500 a month on discretionary expenses. So $30,000 a year. And before I was spending much more than that, I was buying a lot of clothes. I was ordering clothes and, you know, I was spending a couple thousand bucks a month on clothes. I don't do that anymore. So I still go out to dinner. I still buy stuff at the store, but I am cutting down in the clothes purchases and all that stuff. So I am probably saving 70,000 bucks a year, which will come in handy for the new house. And it, sometimes if you listen to me, if, you, if you're a regular listener of the podcast, it may seem like I am dissing saving all the time, but I, I am not. I mean, saving is fantastic. 
You know, if you have a financial goal, then save for the goal and achieve the goal. You know, the thing for me is I grew up poor and I lived on nothing for most of my adult life. So austerity is no big deal for me. But as I've said before, it's not the little things, it's the big things. So cutting down on going out to dinner helps, but it's really about the car, the house, the student loans. Here's a question for you. Do you cut back on your charitable giving when you are doing austerity? I mean, that's a tough question. You know, I am cutting back a bit. I gave a lot of money to charity in 2021, and I'm not going to give as much this year. I can't. I absolutely can't. So I'm probably giving away a third of what I did last year. I mean, you really have no choice, so I wouldn't feel too bad about it. Your donations will go up once you have the cash again. In Myrtle Beach, I can go out to dinner for 50 bucks. In New York City, the minimum I am paying is 80 bucks. And it used to be cheaper here in Myrtle Beach. When I moved here in 2010, it used to be that you could go out to dinner for 35 bucks. I remember in 1999, my wife and I, we used to go to this Chinese place once a week, and we used to spend 15 bucks for dinner in 1999. And there has been a ton of inflation since then. The first trip to the grocery store I ever made as an adult was in Port Angeles, Washington in 1996. We just moved into our apartment. We made a trip to the grocery store. We got a whole cart full of groceries for 45 bucks. And I remember thinking to myself, this is so much freaking money. I don't know how I'm going to survive paying 45 bucks for groceries. I've had a lot of inflation since then. That would be 200 bucks now. That's insane. So I don't know if this is true for you, but I've always had this degree of paranoia about money. And I always end up having more money than I think I do. You know, and the same is true for this house. It really is going to be okay. When it's not okay is when stuff ends up on the credit card because you run out of cash. Then you know you have a problem. My wife was telling me the other day about a job at the local museum that was paying $32,000 a year. Now, it's a steady job, and maybe you have some health insurance, but $32,000 a year is not a lot of money. The absolute most you can be paying in rent is $1,000 a month hopefully below that. That means you have about 20,000 a year left to live on, 3,000 is going to gas, so that's 17,000. You're gonna spend 5,000 a year on food, that leaves 12,000. You throw in utilities and car insurance and stuff like that, and you don't have much left over, pretty much zero. So in this situation, what do you do? If you're making $32,000 a year and you have nothing left over at the end of the year, what do you do? The answer is you make more money. It's 24 hours in the day, lots of time for you to have a side hustle. If you could make an extra $10,000 a year, that is going to make a big, big difference. And a lot of people don't do that. You know, a lot of people, they view their job very narrowly. They say, this is what I do. I work for eight hours a day and that's it. But there's a lot of time in the day. There's a lot of time to make money. You know, I'm trying to do this as well by writing books. That's how I'm spending my free time is by writing. And I'm not sure it's going to work, but it's worth a try. And it's better than doing nothing. That about does it for me today in the Be Smart podcast. But I have two pieces of personal news to share with you. One, I got a new cat. 
Her name is Yellow. She's a little gray kitten. She's four months old. She's fitting into the family just fine. The older cats don't even really care about her. So no fights. It's working out great. And I do have a party in New York City, September 16th. It's a Friday. I'm going to be DJing. You should check that out. And also head on over to the reviews for the podcast. I would love a review. If you can give me a rating and a review, that would be fantastic. The reviews really help out. Thanks for listening to the Be Smart Podcast. I'm Jared Dillian. See you next time.